John chapter 20, verse number 30. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you for all that you've done. We thank you for each, each one that's here, Lord. Touch us and help us strengthen those that need to be strengthened, Lord. I pray you just lift those up that need to be lifted up. Touch the one that needs to be healed, Lord, and please save the ones that is lost. In the precious name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. I'm so glad today that we know that he is alive. Amen. There should be no doubt about that in your mind tonight. Revelations 1.18 said, I am he that liveth, and he was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore, amen, and have the keys of hell and death. Our Savior lives tonight, and I thank God for that. When you think about all the, the little G gods, their bones are still in the tomb. But I'm glad tonight to let the world know my Savior is alive. He is risen. And we have proof right here in the Scriptures. I don't know if you've ever been asked this question before yourself, but how do you know there is a God? There ain't but one way that you can know that there is a God, and that is by faith. Let me say this, after you have put your faith in Him, you'll know that He's real and that He is alive. Notice He said that all, not all things concerning the Lord is written in the books, but I'm glad that what we have is all that we need. Someone said years ago, uh, just just make it the make the, they just made the top 66 it doesn't matter i'm glad we have all that we have to need right now so thank the lord for today let me give you three points real quick and we'll go home just out of these two verses uh notice he said that uh the record john said these are written. Here we see uh, see the plan that uh, plan that was made uh, by God, and you know how the plan was. It was for people to be saved. The most important decision that you and I, or this anybody in this world, will ever make in their life is the decision to come to know Jesus Christ as their Savior and know the will of God. Second Peter says, uh, not willing that any should perish, but all should come unto repentance. God does not plan for man to die and go to hell. That is the very reason why he sent his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. He sent him to the world to save that which was lost. And I'm glad I got in on God's plan. Aren't you glad you got in on God's plan tonight? Amen. 
Not only he has a plan for salvation for us, but he also has a plan uh, uh, for us to be saved, but uh, a plan for us to witness for him in this world today. To have a testimony. When I got saved heading t- uh, to work the next day, the old devil whispered in my ear says, you better not go in there and tell them people that you got saved at church last night. I, you shouldn't do that. Well, you know the devil's an old liar. He's a thief, he's a robber. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So I told everybody when I went in there that I got saved last night. And I tell, start telling people about Jesus. I just wanted to make the devil mad. I wanted to get upset with me. So when you get saved, you ought to tell people what God has done for you. When you're born, they give you a birth certificate. And on that birth certificate has your name, your parents' name, the place where you were born, the date that you were born. Amen. We all got birth certificates. We've all seen them. Praise God. I have another birth certificate. (laughs) It has my birth date on it. It has my name on it. It has my father's name on it. I'm talking about a spiritual birth certificate that tells me that I am his. He has a plan for our lives. Notice that the price was paid. There had to be a price paid for what you and I enjoy today. It wasn't free. It cost the Son of God. First time you're born, you're born of corruptible seed. The second birth of incorruptible by the Word of God which liveth and abideth forever. The Holy Ghost uh, uh, of God's uh, overshadowed Mary and our Savior was born. We had this perfect Lamb of God. There, there was a price that was paid for you and I. And I'm enjoying salvation today. I don't know about you, but I, I'm not going to wait till I get to heaven to start enjoying my salvation. I enjoy my salvation today because I know that where I go, I'll have happiness, but I'm going to enjoy my salvation here. And I'm going to let people know that I'm born again, washed by the blood on my way to heaven. And I don't care whether they like it or not today. I'm enjoying my salvation. He says they're going to prepare a place. He's going to prepare a place for his people, his bride, his church. And I'm excited about that. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. And then he said, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you shall also be. I don't know about you, but I am ready to take a trip. 
I've got my passport signed and I've got my picture on my passport. I'm ready to go. I'm just waiting for the captain to call me. I'm going to roll out on the old ship of Zion. I'm just waiting for him to to say, come on home. And we'll pull safely into that harbor. I kind of enjoy that. I like thinking about that. And as the older I get, the more it seems like it's not that far away. And and the more I think about it, the excited I get about it. And and I want people to go with me. But my mind is set. I'm fixed. I'm headed. And I'm not turning back. There is a record, and it is written for you and I to know that He is alive. He's gone to prepare a place. He gives us salvation because of what He did at Calvary's cross. But there's a reason why in these scriptures, and I'm looking at them sitting in the church here tonight. He said that ye might believe. Can I tell you heaven is for believers? Heaven's for believers. There are so many books that are written in this world, and there are some good books in this world, but this is the best book that you can ever get into. Back back in my days, there were those how-to-do books. You want to know how to do something, you go get a book and read it, and they told you how to do that. I found out that I couldn't understand how to read the how-to-do books. I couldn't even understand the directions on putting a bike together. I'm not that, my mind don't work like that. But I find today that you can use YouTube and Google YouTube and it'll tell you how to fix anything in the world how to fix your plumbing, how to fix your electric things, uh, how to fix your car, how to fix your toaster, how to fix your refrigerator. And I find that when I Google YouTube on how to repair something, it goes back to my how-to book because I don't understand it. I I find that you got to have a knowledge of some degree of what you're trying to do in the how to do YouTubes or how to do in the you, uh, do, do books. You've got to have some kind of knowledge. You cannot take an engine apart and put it back together if you don't understand where the engine is even located at. Amen. Especially when you try to work on a Volkswagen, you stand in front of them and say, somebody done took the engine out already. Amen. You've got to have a working knowledge. And that's why he's given us this book. Every I has been dotted. Every T has been crossed. It was God's word. And if you want to do it the right way, get into his how-to-do book. Learn about his how-to-do book. There's a reason he said that you might believe. Jonah went away from God. And everything that he done was going down. You get away from God, you're going down. But if you're going towards God, you're going up. 
Jonah chapter 1, uh, Jonah said, uh, He paid the fare thereof. But can I say my passport is already paid for? I'm just waiting for the sound. I have a Savior that paid the cost at Calvary's hill. God, He shed His blood. 1 Peter 1 says, For as much as you know that you were not born, redeemed with corruptible things uh, as silver and gold uh, from your vain conversation received by traditions from your father, but from the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. We have been bought with a price. And I think it's high time that we let the world know that we've been bought and paid for. We're saved. And we ought to be excited about it. We ought to see something about it. Amen. I mean, we go to these sporting events. Uh, uh, basketball's getting ready to kick off. That's all you hear off about basketball this, basketball that. Uh, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of football. I'm tired of just taking up TV. But you see these people on, in the stadium just shouting and screaming bloody murder. And it just seems like they're getting so excited about this little pigskin and a bunch of people running around trying to hit each other. But when they come to church and they say they're born again, they say they're on the way to heaven, I've got something inside of me. I've been washed by the blood, but yet they have never told their face. Amen. If, if, if I listen to me, it ought to be exciting that you just think about this. You're going to heaven. There's going to trump sound one day whether you're dead or not. There's a trump's going to sound. The dead's going to rise up. And that right there ought to make you exciting because some of us are probably going to be dead by that time. But I, I've got to thinking about this. Here I am living in that coffin. Six by three by six. I'm laying in a coffin inside another box. Dirt all over me. And I'm just sitting there waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting for the trump to sound. Because when it sounds, I'm getting up. I'm getting out. And I'm going up. Amen. It, it, it cost him. It, it was a reason why and he died for on the cross. It's for you and I. And I'm glad he did that. You ought to be excited about that. Amen. Yeah, I mean, really, really. I, I, <laughs> You ought to really be excited about that. <laughs> you ought to be excited about that. Amen. I'm telling you, we, we, we get excited about a lot of things. But we just don't get enough excited enough about our salvation and where we're going. And, and, and we do, we save it for church. I want them in to know that I'm excited about it. I want them in to know that, hey, I'm going to heaven. Woohoo! You see them next week. Would you, did you, would you, was you excited last week? Mm -hmm. I didn't think about anything, no. Amen. I'm, I'm, ex I'm excited. I've got strawberry plants out there, and I picked strawberries off of them today. 
I'm excited about that. That, that's exciting to me. But let me tell you what, it does not compare to what Christ has done for me. I might never see those strawberry plants produced. I might be going all the way up there. Amen. And I'm not going to stand down here and go, well, I'm saved. I'm on my way to heaven. I'll show everybody how excited I am when I get to heaven. Oh, man, we, we got it wrong. There's a reason why he did what he did is for you and I. And, and he said, what I did for you is saved your mortal soul. You're not going to hell. You ought to show a little bit of excitement about that and let the world know that you've been bought by a price. Amen. We, we, there's a record. There's a reason. And I love this. There's a result. And that believing you might have life through his name. Acts 4.12 Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men. Whether we, whether I be, whereby we be saved. Can I, can I say there's not much power in my name. There's not much, much power in your name. But there's some power in the Lord's name. There, there's plenty of power in His name. He can reach farther down than I can reach up. You and I are a product of His grace this evening. We are the result of what He has done. He has the power to save. And there's power to preach. And there's power to sing. All you got to do is just preach and sing. There's power in it. When you sing about Jesus, you preach about Jesus, there's power in it. There's power in His name. People talk about sports. People talk about hunting. People talk about fishing. I'll talk to you about them, but there's no power in that. When you start talking about the Savior. When you start talking about the Son of God, there is power in the name of Jesus. On the day of Pentecost, 3,000 were saved. A little after that, 4,000 were saved. Can I say, look how many has been saved from that day to this day. That's the power of His name. I mean, just, just close your eyes. Everybody close your eyes. I'm holding up. How many fingers I'm holding up? So you look it. I told you, close your eyes. <laughs> close your eyes. Now, I want you to just think. Just think. Just Jesus. 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 Oh, Jesus. That brings a chill to you, don't it? Jesus. Mm, that, that makes a, that'll make a smile come on your face that Ajax can't wipe off. Amen. Just think that that's the power of the name Jesus. You just start thinking about that name. You just start uh, meditating on that name and it draws in something. It, it lets you know there's something down inside that I, I got to let out. There's power in the name of Jesus. You have been 
quickened who were dead in trespass and sins. That means you've been made alive. We were dead. We were convicted by the Holy Ghost. And we thank God and call on Jesus to save our souls. And He's filled us with His Spirit. And I love feeling that little tug He gives you every now and then. It lets me know that He comforts me. He directs me. He guides me. And, I, and when I feel it, I just, I just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He comes to guide. He comes to save. But the thief, the devil, John 10, 10, the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and destroy. Jesus, I come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy my life in Christ. And I think it's time we start telling the world that we got something that they could have too. He is the great shepherd. The devil has come to fight us every step of the way. But all you got to do is remind the devil this. Now remember this. Every time you feel like the devil is coming up against you and you feel him coming, just remind him that greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And, and the Bible says resist the devil and he flee from you. See, we, we give avenue to the devil all day long. The Bible said resist him, he'll flee, but we don't resist him. We, we sit down and carry on conversations with the devil, amen? And I'm not talking about your spouse, <laughs> though some of them may be, I don't know. But we give the avenue, we open up the door to the devil because we know it's the devil and we don't resist him. And he just comes right in to destroy everything that God has done in your life. There were many things, I, I got to thinking about this the other day too, there were many things that Jesus did that were not written down. I can imagine back when he was a child, he was filled with the Spirit then. He was God then. You imagine out there playing tag and somebody strip and break their ankle or something like that, and Jesus would hold up, I got this one. Something, something different about that boy. <laughs> I would want to hang around with him. <laughs> I would hang around with him. All the things that he did that's never been written about, nor can they books contain all that he did. And then it says here, he it did others, signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples that's not written here. But one day, we're going to know everything that he has done one day. So get excited about salvation because it's written for you right here. Here's your how-to-do book. You want to get a hold of God, right here it is. Get into it. And he'll show you how to do to it. Amen.